So we kind of want to create something to help other people like us and other under, underrepresented people like get into the technology space. Three, two, one, go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to How to Scale an Agency. We're going to be focusing on all the ways in which your business can grow and scale online as a digital marketing agency. The digital marketing agency space has never been easier to get into. And on this podcast, we're going to help uncover all the tricks and tools of the trade that digital marketing agency owners are doing today to help them achieve the scale necessary to be wealthy, prosperous, and do good in the world. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of How to Scale Your Agency. I'm on with Pardis. Pardis has an agency called Albalu, uh, which means fruit in Persian, you said, right? I was right. Yeah, it's a cherry. And uh, she works with uh, IT and AI cloud companies, if I have that correctly, doing marketing for them. And she's focused on helping startups scale, uh, launch, start, and scale. Pardis, thanks for being on the show. Is there anything uh, you want to share with the audience just to kick things off? Um, no, this is my first thing. I guess like for my major thing is if you want your marketing to work, you want to make sure your startup economics work and you want to like put profit first. And that's like the major thing that we work on with a lot of our clients when they're starting out. Right. You know, one thing that I think is going to be great for listeners is that, you know, you had a consultancy for a very long time. I think it was like 10 years. Uh, you said you started mm-hmm. when you're 19. So it's really mm-hmm. cool to see like early on getting things kicked off. And you mentioned how you wanted to transition from doing work where everybody knew about you and then basically duplicating yourself out of the business eventually and building something that doesn't have your name on it. How has that process been for you? It's been tumultuous, but good. It's like yeah. lots of ups and downs. Yeah. So basically nice. I started, um, I started pretty young and then I got my job just like doing social media consulting with companies that were very early stage or like two people, five people companies. Back then, there wasn't as much venture money out there. So, you know, if their parents had money or their friends had money, they could, like, make it work. And they were the only ones who would pay me to do social media and more of, like, the new organic types of, like, innovative. I'm, like, putting quotes because for me it was, like, uh, but for everyone else was not out there. And then I did that. I worked full-time on consulting for about three and a half years. And then I just realized there was a lot of holes in myself as a person that I wanted to fill in. And there was a lot of things that I wanted to learn from the marketing side that I need to go back to the dark side of like full-time life to make it happen. So yeah, I took a break for five years. I worked at IBM. I worked at two companies that got acquired. Um, one got acquired by VMware. Another one got acquired by Salesforce. And I, I helped them grow and scale. And I learned a lot of things about what was out there. And then, you know, I started consulting again in 2019 and just to do a test i just posted on linkedin like i'm available for consulting who wants to help out and i got so much demand that it kind of forced me to start finding a team to help out that is awesome well congratulations yeah. on that Thanks. um and how did uh how many clients do you guys currently have right now for right you? now we're doing more boutique because we're still training the team out so we have about like five right now with a few like mid projects we have a few doing retainer and then we have a few that are going to be joining us next year what do you guys currently charge, like on your average client retainer? We charge about ninety thousand for six months, um, because we do a lot of like the analytics and like tech work, and then just to, like get like the pumps and going and like the breaks going. Now we can actually do it a lot less with a lot less time, and then after that we can drop it down to like five or ten thousand to like keep it, the wheels turning and going. Or if someone Got wants it. to double down and say like, all right, now we want to like 
scale up our sales like another 3x like okay like now we'll bring your sales team now we'll bring your tech team we can kind of like bring it all together to make it work yeah so just to be clear then so you guys it sounds like your average basis when you annualize it over the course of a year you guys have about you know sounds like after that six month period it probably drops down to five so your average is like mm-hmm. seven seven point five like a hundred thousand a year sounds like it's the roughly the size of contracts you're closing yeah mm-hmm. that's actually really good for uh you know agencies because you know most agencies play in the ballpark of like two grand twenty hundred dollars right. less right there are people I've interviewed that have done way more kind of in ballpark where you're at. How do you get people to pay you on an average basis, $8,000 a month over the course of a year when averaged out essentially? Yeah. So our main thing is like the training that we have, like the background and like the industry expertise. So I realized I got a job at IBM by accident because one of my friends just happened to be in the cloud space there and she brought me in they're like we have this new job role it's called digital marketing manager no one's seen it ever before do you want to do it and like no i worked in some tech companies i could kind of code and i was like yeah sure i'll interview and i just happened to know a couple other people on the team there so every few marketing they hired me right there i just said like i want to hire you here's how we can get you hired and like put together a plan for me and help me interview everyone it was great when I got there, because I could code, they taught me how to do cloud engineering and I got trained as an actual engineer. Knew nice. everything. So I'm like the marketer that can speak the engineering language and that. I can actually talk to the CTOs and developers. So most of our clients, um, they're very like technical focused. A lot of times they're like engineers first, like yourself, and then they become a CEO afterwards and they don't really know, you know, all the bells and whistles and like all the different strategies and levers that they have. So those are the people that we like to help out. And then our industry expertise put together with like our startup track record makes it work out for the price that we can pay. That's cool. And what advice would you have for people who are transitioning from the consulting and then moving to a more of a agency type model where it's not their name on it? Yeah. What, what advice would you give? And also, did you oh see any, any drop in clients or increase in clients when you did that? Was there any yeah. sort of shift? So like my main thing, so I got like, we had like a huge thing. So my main, back when I used to do deals, I am like a part of a bunch of different startup communities. I used to just show up to the event, I meet some people, close some deals, walk away, cool. There was like no real strategy behind that. And then COVID hit and all the events stopped and I had no idea yeah. how to do actual sales. So I've been through like a few rounds where we've like lost all our clients and had to come back and like, we you know, lost some people had to come back. You know, a lot of people say they can do what they can do and like they actually can't do it at the level that we want them to do. That was like a really big learning for me is how to like assess someone's skills and then give them a test trial to assess their skills and then keep managing them and like helping them move on and like make sure that like everyone gels together and can work together to create like a really collaborative environment. We actually kind of like shifted before we started, like everyone's kind of siloed. In major, you know, and we had like a design person, we had like an engineer, we had like an SEO person, and then we had a social media person, and it was like a whole team. And sometimes all of our clients want HubSpot work, and sometimes all of them want design work, and sometimes all of them want something in between. And so we actually decided like last summer to just like cross train everybody across mm-hmm. every discipline. No, not everyone can do everything. There's no way that I can do design at the level of like my lead designer, but <laughs> at least we can like move the ball a little bit more and like be able to like work more collaboratively together. So if we suddenly get an influx of like one type of work, like, oh my gosh, we have to like, we had one client that had like a 30,000 person database that they had no idea who was who in it. it like, okay, yeah. like now we can like have all hands on deck if we have to and like move wow. that project along. So like now we're like more wow. of like a multi-interdisciplinary team versus like the siloing of what is there but i would say it's like 
it's kind of like a little bit of like push and pull. It's like, can we find the right, right people? Are they here for like, I don't want to be like, quote, the bachelor, but like for the right reason? Yeah. Do they yeah. want to actually like find <laughs> the agency or do they just want to be like a soldier out there? And just like, right. I used to write it all down in my notebook. Like, here's the person, here's some motivation, here's what they want. And then figuring out who can actually like want to ride or die with us and who does it and then treat them accordingly. So what do you do to get someone to close for $15,000 a month for six months, basically? I'm a community-based person, and so all of my strategies are very community strategy-focused. So we sponsor a couple conferences. Um, one's in Boston. My business partner is in Raleigh, North Carolina. So then we do a lot of work with those two areas, and we kind of like go deep, and we'll sponsor the innovation work events. Like we sponsor Startup Boston. We sponsor Innovate Raleigh, and that's like how we just meet people. Then I also mentor a few accelerators, and like I call them like the get them while they're young, like Disney approach. Like you just meet them when they're first starting out. And then you kind of like show them, I tell them like what I'm worth right then and there. Usually in the first conversation on someone, you know, who we are, what we do, be like, give them a quick consult, like in 10 minutes, I can tell you what deals you need to do or like what, what's your next step for succeeding. And then we actually tell them like our budget and our pricing for them to come back. A lot of them right. will then take our, um, our pricing model and they put it into their own business model. And then they right. go and they raise an investment round. So they've like raised the investment round with our price already like sold because we can help them a lot. We have the track record in the background and then they come back and we do the deal. Recently, we've been getting to more competitive deals. So we're doing a lot of like reference checks. And usually we'll do like one like, pitch event. We'll do a proposal. We kind of like outline month by month what's going to happen. They sign off on it and then they'll do a reference check. We have good references, which is really nice now. So it kind of like awesome. helps like grease the wheels. Well, for and 10 then, years. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like now we finally have like agency references. They're like, yes, we worked with the agency, and yes, the agency did well. Before it was kind of like, here's what we've done before, and who's here we are as people. Just trust us to make it work. And then now yeah. we're finally transitioning out as like, here's like our case studies of like clients who we work with as an agency, and like here's like what we've done with them, and they'll back it up and say the track record's there. So that's made the deals a little bit easier. And then usually like some sort of financing has to happen, and they'll come back yeah. to close. What's your goal? You said you you want to make this a really big thing. So what is what is that? So like my major thing is that I come from like a very unrepresented background. Um, I am bisexual. I'm Persian, and like there's not many people out there. I'm doing what I'm doing, and like a business yeah. partner who's Argentinian and Italian. So we kind of want to create something to help other people like us and other under underrepresented people like get into the technology space. That's like kind of coveted and really hard to get into and like really gatekeep them based on like who you are and what you look like. I actually tried right. to get my business partner hired at one of the companies I worked with and the hiring manager just like laughed at his resume. It was just like, oh, well, yeah. Wow. And then, yeah. It was like ridiculous. <laughs> that's really bad. Like, wow, that's terrible. And so like I was always like one of the very few people who was like one of the few women on the team. Like one company I worked at, we had more people named Dave than actual women on the team, which was kind of crazy. Oh. <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah, it was like there was 10% of the company was Dave and like 5% were women. It was like, oh, awesome. <laughs> um, and so we just kind of like want to help more people like us, like understand that these careers exist, that these technologies exist and like show nice. them that it can be done. And so that's kind of like surprise us. That's amazing. What does really, really big though look like? Is it like you're trying to get to like a $10 million company, $100 million company? What's the goal? My biggest dream has been to make like a $100 million SaaS company. And then I created mm, nice. Alvalu as a way to like let myself explore different startup ideas and like test trial being a CEO and get it going. But like now it's like running really well. So I kind of yeah. want to scale it to like 5 to $10 million a year. I don't think it's ever going to be like a hundred million dollar company unless the venture fund rounds get like really large, which is like, I don't know what's happening yeah. now. It's like the A rounds are now like 
you know, give someone the reins and like be more of like a president and then start a SaaS company off that if someone's happening, probably in the cloud and AI space. I love this. I got to get you to join our um, community of, uh, I just launched a subgroup in our community called Software Ninjas. There's a bunch of groups just for software, but there mm -hmm. is yet to be one that's agency owners who are launching a software product and that's it. Yeah. Because it's, it's actually a good amount of people. More and more, yeah, yeah. It's becoming more prevalent out there especially I'm in the HubSpot community group too. And a lot of those like HubSpot agencies have been working with HubSpot for years and now making their own HubSpot products on top. And it's actually been really helping the ecosystem grow. Cause like, even for us, like we have one customer who is using like a WooCommerce plugin, HubSpot doesn't have one, but another agency no. created. So we were able to just purchase it for them for like $70 instead of doing like a custom integration. And it helped amazing. us so much. Yeah, it's great. It's <laughs> uh, amazing. Well, I, I really do hope that you achieve all the things you want to achieve and I'll have to get you back on here in like a quarter from now and, you know, see what, how everything's going. It sounds like things it. are growing. Yeah. Things are growing well. It sounds like usually wrap up here. It's just a couple five rapid fire questions. Sure. Do you have any book recommendations for the audience? Business book recommendations. Ooh. So I've been really into atomic habits by nice. James Clear. It's like my favorite oh. one right now. Um, so yeah, that's my, that's a good one. And also the one, I forget what it's called. Something like the leadership blueprint by, the guy who was the CEO of Cantal Soup, he created like this entire like blueprint book about how to be a good leader. And he has like a really interesting story. He was on Brittany Brown's podcast. Yeah. He's I love Cantal Soup. So that's awesome. Yeah. And what's, uh, how, how old are you? I'm you might be asking. I, no, I should have said that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I usually preface it with that, but I, yeah, I slipped out a little beforehand. The agency has been around for a year and a half now, right? Two mm -hmm. Yeah, a year uh, and a half. Nice. And what's the goal with selling? Like, would you want to sell it or do you want to harvest this thing forever? I kind of want to be like, I'm such a good Boston person. I kind of want to be like Harpoon, where eventually like reach a good point and it's like working on its own and we can like turn into more of like a collective that's employee owned and like whoever wants to nice. stay can stay and like keep it going and whoever doesn't can go on to their next thing. Very cool. And how much would you have to, how much money would someone have to pay you for you to sell your agency like today? I mean, what would that number be? Probably 10 million. 10 million? Nice. Mm -hmm. I love that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, uh, Party. And, uh, you know, everybody who's listening, Albalu is growing fast, has, you know, came out of the consultancy that Party had had for 10 years and um, she crushed it in the IT space and still continues to do so. So, Party, just is there anything you want to leave off with that maybe the audience or community can help you out with, with the company? Any, any particular ask? Um, follow us on Instagram. We're trying to like grow our following and launch our like social next year. So nice. find us at Alvalu Tech. Alvalu Tech. Is it all one word or is there an underscore mm -hmm. in there? It's all one word. Yeah. Nice. Got it. Mm -hmm. all right. Well, thank you so much for uh, being on the show. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you.